0: I'm Steve Dangle and you're listening to Stick to the Pod. Well, hello and welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Stick to the Pod. Yes, it's been a while. Not recorded since mid-December, just before I went away for a break. And then obviously Christmas and New Year. So first things first, I hope you all had a great Christmas. I hope you had a fantastic New Year. And I wish you all the very, very best for 2024 we are now into the thick of the season it's the business end of the season i'd like to say Uh, but first things first i'd just like to thank you all so much for helping me get this off the ground um yeah it was just a idea for me for so long and yeah here we are now uh, episode fourteen. So okay, I just like to say thank you, I'd like you thank you for your messages, I'd like to thank you for listening. Uh, I'd like to thank all the guys who've helped me get it off the ground with information on tech, what's best to use, editing software, uploading software. Um, a massive thank you to Steve Dangle. I know he won't be listening. Uh, who I met in Sweden for the small little intro. He didn't have to do that. Um, But, yeah, again, massive thank you to all of you, for most of all, for for listening. The listening figures are great. It's well over a 1,000 now um, on all platforms uh, together, which, to be honest, I thought I was going to be talking to myself uh, most weeks with me only myself listening back. Uh, But, no, uh, thank you very much. Um, Hopefully, as we get into the business end of the season now, the episodes are a bit more intriguing. A lot more is going on um so yeah with that in mind let's just get straight into it welcome to episode 14 um so basically uh, it has been a while so i'm gonna have to go all the way back now to saturday's 16th of december uh, to go through those fixtures um i wasn't here at the time i was on a beach in cape verde so yeah away from the cold damp ice arenas of the uk so we'll jump straight in uh, i'll run through the fixtures as always so on Saturday the 16th we had Hull versus D side, Nottingham versus Solihull, Sheffield Simmers versus the Wisnes Wild on that Saturday. So first game at the top of my list, uh, Hull 7 D side 6 after overtime. Another impressive home victory for Hull. Unfortunately, I do not have their goal scorers. Finding goal scorers for some teams is an absolute nightmare in this division. Some tweet, some half tweet. Some start a game tweeting, some don't bother. So, yeah, um, there is some goal scorers. Just bear with me one moment while I let the dog out. Right, so, yeah, I am missing some goal scorers, unfortunately. So, Hull 7, D side 6 after overtime. Your goal scorers for D side. Uh, Parsons back, fitting healthy in the goals. McKinney, Kennedy, Jessen, the usual suspects there for D side. And a goal from defenceman and I believe captain Matthew Wainwright. Second game, Nottingham Lions, the Solihull Barons. As you'd expect, an easy and comfortable victory for the Barons. Two goals from Yoyama from the Lions. And goals from the Barons, not as you'd expect for a change. White scoring a hat-trick, head on the score sheet. Phil Mukai, a regular name that you used to seeing. And Crowe, who's putting some good points up at the back end. Moving on to the last fixture on Saturday the 16th. It was a witness Wilds victory over the Sheffield Summiters with a 3-1 victory. Rogers on the score sheet for Sheffield. And Thompson, Gilbert and Hopkins scoring the goals. For witness, So we'll jump straight into Sunday. Uh, again, I'll just quickly run through Sunday's fixtures. There's Deeside versus Nottingham. Solihull versus Sheffield. The Blackburn Hawks and the Whitley Warriors. And the Witness Wild and the Billingham Stars. Uh, so straight into, into, into the scorers. Um, I wasn't at this game. Witness Wild, Billingham Stars. Uh, first one I've missed this year due to obviously being away. Uh, a comfortable 7-1 victory for the Stars all the goal scorers you'd expect to see for the Stars and a lot of secondary scoring um, which is coming um, and probably the Stars are the only team with a lot of secondary scoring to be honest we'll get into that a little bit later on so goal scorers for your Stars Chris Sykes another two goals Ian Brown getting his first hat-trick for the club and Lewis Hall and Sean Galloway with that secondary scoring as I mentioned and Edwards for the witness. Wild. The game of the night would have been the Blackburn Hawks and the Whitley Warriors, a 4-2 victory for the Blackburn Hawks, Crawley, Riddick, Lutweige, Cross for the Hawks, and Ross and Lucas for the Warriors. And the other two fixtures, um, you'd expect fully easy nights for these two teams. Um, it was easy work for the g Dragons against the Nottingham Lions. Again, sorry, I do not have their goal scorers. But uh, for, for D-side, as I said earlier, um, all the usual scorers, Parsons, Jessens, uh, Finney Howell's on the goal, on, on the score sheet. Uh, Greaves getting his first for the club since he signed. Bacon getting on the score sheet. Clancy and Wainwright as well on the score sheet for the D-side Dragons. Now, the next game is Barons versus Sheffield. Yep, you expect a very, very comfortable night's work for the Solihull Barons. No, although it was a victory for the Barons, it was a 3-2 victory in overtime. Haid, Mulcahy and White, the goal scorers for Solihull and then sheffield Simmons with Rodgers and Nixon. So, no shock results as such. You could probably say a shock scoreline there with Solihull and Sheffield. Uh, you can start to see Sheffield are growing the season quite well, and when they do have numbers, uh, they are taking teams very, very close. So yeah, uh, that was the last fixtures of Christmas. So we did head into the Christmas break, and yeah, nothing, nothing really that you would say. Oh well, they're surprising us. They're doing more than I would expect. I think everything was kind of going as everyone w- w- was expecting i think the only issue that we had at the start of the season was we just didn't know where this Solihull hall barons li- lineup would be uh, obviously made a few signings in the summer a lot of signings from the south where i'm not that familiar with um but look, they are holding their own. They've got a very top, top heavy line in that first line of Mackay, Mackay, and Otterson. Uh, they, will, they will do damage to any team in the division on the night. But we did worry how long they could do it night after night, week after week, without much secondary scoring. So we'll certainly be interested to see how they go into the business end. So I'll flip over a sheet now. We'll go into the first fixtures of the new year uh, which is coming up this weekend and that'll be saturday the 6th and sunday the 7th Uh, and those fixtures are the blackburn hawks and the d-side dragons tasty fixture to start the weekend Uh, they will be playing back to back in blackburn on the saturday and in d-side on the sunday so two very very tasty fixtures to start the season for them too. Uh, the Hull Jets at home to the witness wild. You've got to expect with the Hull's home form a home victory. But you just don't know with this plucky witness wild. When they have all access to their Scottish two ways. They are a threat to anybody. And then you have Sheffield, Simiters and the Billingham Stars. The way the previous two games have gone for the Stars. A 7-0 and a 5-0 at, on home ice. I can't see much difference difference there moving on to the sunday as i said d-side versus hawks they're doing a home and home hull travel to nottingham it'll certainly be interesting to see how that game goes and how nottingham start the new year solihull versus witness again i'd expect a solihull victory but with that last performance against sheffield going to overtime and if witness are at full strength you just don't know what could happen there and the Whitley Warriors and the Sheffield Simmers also on Sunday, so a double a tough double header for Sheffield. so as for Whitley, I do expect them a win uh, there' had a few changes in their roster um, there has been a few roster changes this week leading up to this weekend. first of all, Lee Pollard asks request to leave Hull. Um, don 't know the reasons but i 'm only guessing here, but I can only imagine it would be a lack of ice time. And no shock that he arrives in Blackburn. Not sure if this improves the team any. Uh, They score goals and they're a very, very good offensive team anyway. Um, Defensively, is where they need the help. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um, I did see, I did read a bit of a statement of the signing from Dominic Osmond saying, uh, bringing in. Another forward like Lee Pollock might just clear up some space and leave some space for them to bring in a much needed D-man running into the business end of the season. And then we had the hoo-ha at Whitley Bay. Hull Seahawks announcing Hodgkinson from the Warriors. The Warriors saying they knew nothing about it. Common sense prevailed a couple of hours later and was announced that Hodgkinson would be leaving the Warriors for the whole Seahawks. And that doesn't end there for the Warriors as well. They have managed to bring Andrew Wood back out of retirement. So he will certainly bring something to them. Um plays D mainly, but I know he can't play forward. Um not sure what they'll how they will utilise him. Um, They need him both ends of the ice. They need both ends of the ice. They're not scoring a lot of goals and they are conceding a lot of goals. So what I'm going to do is as well, uh, I'm going to jump into the cup situation as well. Um, There's only one or two games left in the cup. It is very much looking like Billingham 1, Solihull 2, Blackburn 3, D side 4. But not quite set in stone yet. Billingham have the Warriors left to play. I believe D-side have Solihull and Widnes left to play. And Hull have Nottingham left to play. So things can change a little. But I fully expect a Billingham versus D-side. And a Solihull versus Blackburn semi-finals on the last weekend of this month. Stars do play Sheffield this coming weekend as part of that cup. Uh, a part of a part of a cup fixture as well, um, but from aside from that, uh, that's pretty much it. I think that's us all caught up. Um, not a very long episode this week. Hasn't really been needed to be a long episode. Uh, get back into a routine of jumping into it, uh, getting an episode recorded Tuesday, Wednesday nights, and getting it out before next weekend. Unfortunately, this one is a little late. Just to, just to being back at work and. ...obviously Christmas and New Year... ...and everything that goes with that... ...so I think we are going to call it there... ...there's nothing much more to report... ...nothing's happened with DOPS... So ...like I say only national teams have played over Christmas... Um, ...there's nothing really rumoured out there... ...to what's happening... ...like I say there's been a few signings... ...we've just gone over those... Uh, ...the league table uh, hasn't changed much... ...as it's set in stone over Christmas... ...so yeah it's just a time to get excited... ...get behind your teams... It's going to be a great end to the season as we all push for our season's targets, our achievements. I know as for myself as a Billingham fan, it's going to be looking forward to see what, if any, silverware can we bring in. Uh, I know for other clubs like Hull, can they make playoff weekend? Um, So still a lot to play for. Um, Next episode as well, I'll jump into a bit more Division 2 stuff. Uh, once there's been some fixtures and some results but yeah we'll just call it for that now it's just more of an update a bit of a welcome back episode yeah Uh, thank you very much for listening Uh, and we'll we'll get pretty much back on it with a longer episode next week thank you very much